Thanks, as always, for joining us. It is State Champs Indiana Extra Point presented by Lawrence Technological University. I'm Greg Rakestraw. The star of the show is Bob Stambazzi. And as always, we'll take about 30 minutes or so and break down the previous week of Indiana high school football, get you ready for the upcoming week of Indiana high school football, and talk about the superlative performances from across the state of Indiana. We always talk about, though, the games that uh, we covered on a Friday night and amazingly, our scores were almost identical again for a second week in a row. Tell us about your game, uh, Manchester and Wabash. Exciting home opener for the Manchester Squires this year. Uh, uh, back and forth they went. Manchester comes out on top, twenty-one to fourteen. Exciting ball game. wasn't decided until the fourth quarter. Uh, that's what TRC football is all about. Uh, Twenty to fourteen was my game, and it was a game that is known as the Copper Kettle rivalry. But simply across the state, you can say Carmel and Center Grove uh, because it is one of the key matchups every year. In week number three, had that game on the ISC Sports Network and. Center Grove, again, playing a rugged schedule to start the year. Warren Central, New Pal, and now Carmel. Their two league losses to Warren and Carmel have both been on the road and both been by a touchdown or less. Uh, all four touchdowns between these two teams were scored in the second quarter. Only one field goal late in the second half for Carmel that helped give them enough space. Their defense, very impressive. The rushing attack led by Dylan Downing, over 100 yards for Carmel in that game. Center Grove is now 0-3 for the first time since 1989. But this is the part where we tell you and remind you, your regular season record is important. You want to win if you play the game. But everybody gets in. This is not modern day in the old days of 0-8 and, and going to state. They're going to find some wins coming up at some point in time during the regular season. But Eric Moore, Center Grove team, Bob, they're going to be a threat in the postseason despite their struggle to start the year. How many times have we seen that through the history here in yep. Indiana high school football? A team will start out 3-5 and, and five or 3-6, and six, and all of a sudden they're playing for the state finals. Hello, Bishop Lures. Right. I mean, it's, it's, it can happen. In, in my memory, I know Ron Colley began 0-4. And then had a had a weather cancellation in week five. <laughs> Literally did not win their first game until week six and won the 4A state championship in 2002. And I think back to Northwood, of course, we kind of went down memory lane with them uh, a week or so yeah, ago because yeah. of hosting Chittard. Well, they won a state championship in 3A over Chittard in a year where they went 3-6 and six in the regular season. So that stuff does tend to happen. It's a Center Grove team that is playing still without their leading offensive star in Carson Steele. He's missed the first week through a hamstring injury. It's a team that's using sophomores and juniors and virtually all their skill position players. That is the ultimate definition of a team that, hey, they're going to figure it out as the season goes along. And defensively, they're really solid. When you hold all of Warren, Carmel, and New Pal to no more than 28 points, Trojans are going to be all right. There's no doubt about it. And every coach will tell you, if I have to play some young kids early because of injuries, yep. it makes me stronger as the season progresses because they're getting valuable, valuable game time experience. A couple of other results in six I want to get to before we get to kind of the other classifications around the state. Avon will remain likely the number one team in the state after beating HSE 35-27 in their Hoosier Crossroads Conference opener. Brownsburg bounces back after losing in Cincinnati in week number two. They open up league play by dropping Franklin Central by a score of 41-14. to uh, And so that's some of the other results in 6A. We kind of focus on the Mick. We focus on the Hoosier Crossroads Conference, but also a quick nod to Conference Indiana because that league title 
might have been decided in, in week number one of conference play. They only played five league games, and now what is a six-team league? Southport beat Columbus North 10-7 in overtime. Bloomington South will likely have something to say about that league championship as well. You know, you had a short period there. you got to make all your wins count early and often because you don't have that eight-game conference title. you got to get in tight quick. All right, from a 5A standpoint, uh, the story all year long has been new pal, and obviously the individual was the big part of the story on his second carry of the night against Yorktown. Charlie Spiegel becomes the state's all-time leading rusher. We touched on this last week, said, hey, hopefully Sammy Morellis will be a part of it. Absolutely he was. He was there to present the game ball to Charlie Spiegel. Uh, New pal then, as they have for the last five or six seasons, quickly on their way. They beat Yorktown by a score of 55-19. to There is no stopping the Dragon train in the regular season in 5A. And when you look at some of the scores they've had over these four years with Spiegel and football, you just kind of wonder if he plays all of the time of the 48 minutes of a contest. Right. He just said limited time sometimes. Uh, again, I think he's going to get to at least 10,000 yards by the time this season is over and uh, perhaps uh, put that rushing record completely out of reach. Going to skip over 4A. No offense to the folks in 4A, but in 3A, uh, it was Chittard beating down Ron Colley 53-7. to I've had a chance to call a number of those rivalry games over the years. It is rarely, rarely, that one one sided. This is a Chittard team now that has strung together three tremendous wins over three great programs. Brabuff, who was in the state finals two years ago, Northwood and Ron Colley, who played each other in the state finals three years ago. And Chittard has wins over all of them. Cathedral's coming up next. And you look at the schedule. I mean, they don't have a weak sister in there. They have to attack each and every week. And then you look at Ron Colley turn around. This, this is fun to watch this style of football going week in, week out. And, of course, the smaller you get in terms of the classifications, the more you have schools from various classes kind of playing each other. So yes. one game of 3A versus 2A that caught my attention. Garen Catholic beat Heritage Christian 23-5. to Garen's a solid team. They now have victories over McCutcheon over Central Catholic and Heritage Christian. But the fact that Heritage Christian kind of kept Garen Catholic in check from an offensive standpoint kind of tells me the Eagles might be a team we should be talking about in Class 2. That's a great point right there. And you kind of looked at Garen Catholic going into this bad boy and been playing some pretty good football and be in that situation. Uh, it's going to be fun watching them the rest of the way. One game from 2A that caught my attention, and this is a 2A team beating a 4A team. Rensselaer Central beat Western 28-14. to Remember, Western beat Weibo, the defending 2A champs the week before 42-41 the Bombers uh, trying to make it back to Lucas Oil after they were 2A state champions earlier in the decade well, we touched on this last week Bob there were a lot of really great games in class 1A and let's start with number one who beats for a third consecutive week a team that is ranked or at least is in a larger classification to a number four Triton Central. The Saints end up knocking them off last week 28-14 they've now beaten 4A Beach Grove 3A Ritter, and 2A Triton Central, and those are all conference wins for Dave Pash's team. Just a huge juggernaut right now. They're playing exceptionally well on both sides of the football. Sometimes you get that offense going and you got to rest some kids. Well, they don't have to do all that there at, at uh, Lutheran. They're just playing unbelievable football right now. All right, two other games as far as 1A schools are concerned. 1A matchup of ranked teams. Number four, Adam Central beats number five, Monroe Central, 21-13. Well, 
my understanding is that game might have got down to turnovers, and, and Adam Central capitalized on that bad boy, and, and Coach Hall said, he'll go back there, he'll look at that game film and get them ready for tournament time, which we talked about, because this will be a rematch. The other t- other team that's certainly worth a mention, and also from Adams County, would be <laughs> South Adams, and I know that Adams Central has had the better of that rivalry as of late. A lot of folks think this could be South Adams' year. They beat a Bluffton team that had been impressive the first yes. couple of weeks and beat them handily 41-0. Yeah, they handled the Tigers out of Bluffton uh, very, very easily uh, this Friday night. And September 27th, that's the date everybody has in Adams County circled on their calendar because that's when those two juggernauts are going to hit it off. And so that's going to be a lot of fun waiting and then watching that game. Amazingly, we are now at one-third of the way through the uh, regular season, week four, is a massive rivalry week across the state. So with that, we'll take this quick time out when we come back. A look forward towards the biggest games coming up this Friday night as you are watching State Champs Indiana Extra Point presented by Lawrence Technological University. I chose Lawrence Tech for the architecture program and volleyball team. Architecture is a great fit for me because I love math and design. Now I combine them with technology to create beautiful structures. At Lawrence Tech, I didn't have to wait until my third year to start designing. Our hands-on education begins right from day one. And I'm really excited about LTU's Design Center in Detroit. Lawrence Tech, where Blue Devils dare. Welcome back into State Champs Indiana Extra Point, presented by Lawrence Technological University, alongside the Baz, Bob Stambazzi, Greg Rakestraw. Thanks to Mitch Early and Chris Landis behind the scenes. More importantly, thanks to you for joining us each and every week. Bob and I, you were talking about this during the course of the break. For whatever reason, it seems like week four might be the best week of the regular season. It is ridiculous the amount of 3-0 and versus 3-0, and or simply put, rivalry games that take place this coming Friday night. You're 100% correct. And when you sit there and look, you're early in the season, you got high hopes, everybody's taking championship here, and all of a sudden you get out to a great start. Now it's time to face up because you're going up against somebody else's 3-0. Probably conference game more says than anything else, but it's that rivalry game that you're hooking up with. We referenced in the last segment Avon will likely be number one again after beating HSC. Now the question is, will they be number one in Hendricks County? The (laughs) annual game against Brownsburg. Brownsburg has had some success in the regular season. Postseason, it's generally gone Avon's way. Frankly, these two expect to see each other a second time come October or November, but uh, these are two really good football teams, and maybe, just maybe, if there's a year in 6A where it's going to be somebody from outside of the Mick, it might be this year, and if that's the case, it might be one of these two teams. You know, I was looking on some stats for those two, and Avon looks like they're very, very uh, uh, spread out. They just don't throw the ball. They can run the ball. They do great things on defense. Uh, Brownsburg, they've had a pretty good year to start out with, too. Yeah, Brownsburg was a team that I think there's a little more noise about them going into the year than, say, Avon was. But obviously, Avon, uh, the way in which they beat Ben Davis in week number two. Brownsburg beat him in a competitive game in week number one. Avon's victory over BD was not competitive. The Orioles answered the bell by beating HSC. Now what can they do against Brownsburg? Again, that's a huge game coming up uh, on Friday night. Other games in 6A, we referenced Ben Davis. I reference this game because it's stunning to see these two teams oh. combined 1-5. and five. Center Grove at home against Ben Davis looking for their first win of the year. And does 
Center Grove come in full strength. That's, I think, the real key uh, to this ball game. If they can come into this uh, full strength, they could get their first win. And again, we get at, not all matchups are 6A versus 6A right. or 2A versus 2A. So how about this one? Homestead, one of the few Fort Wayne teams in 6A, 3-0. They take on a team that is thought to have a good chance of going deep into the 5A playoffs, that being the defending 4A champs in Fort Wayne Bishop Dwinger. Both schools 3-0 to start the year. Homestead, once again, well-diversified. They throw the football exception well. They run the ball hard. Then you have the overall team speed that Snyder has year in, year out, and they're really got some big kids up front. This is going to be a slobber knocker up in the sack. Finally, 3-0, 3-0, Mount Vernon and New Pal, but sometimes 3-0s can be different. And Mike (laughs) Kirshner is a tremendous coach and will continue to do a great job at Mount Vernon. But again, New Pal is just on a different level than everyone they play in their league at this point. And you know, everybody goes in gearing on one person, and they can't do it. And so this week is going to be no different. By the way, that one person is one of three Division I recruits (laughs) on that team, just to kind of make your point. We referenced this one earlier. Chittard has had some great teams over the years. I'm not sure they have had as good of a start against as good of competition as they have faced this year. Now, it's Cathedral. And for those that don't know this rivalry, these schools are about three miles apart and literally in that section of Broad uh, Ripple-ish in the north side of Indianapolis, there's a Cathedral home next to a Chittard home. These kids oftentimes went to the same kind of parish school growing up and then elected to go to different high schools. This is big. And I think Cathedral is better than we had anticipated they would be. They just got beat at Elder in Cincinnati in overtime on Friday night. But uh, Chittard gets gets Cathedral occasionally. I think they have a chance coming up on Friday. Oh, Battle of the Little Bishops in Indianapolis. I mean, these two are going to go after it. Uh, There's a lot of pride here. And that's the name of the game when these two hook up. And obviously they go in different directions after this point uh, with Cathedral being in 5A, Chittard being in 3A. Massive game in Northwest Indiana. And again, a preview of things to come as far as the postseason is concerned because the 5A path in Northern Indiana probably goes through Michigan City or Valpo with obviously Dwinger being in that mix too. Michigan City visits 3-0 Valpo this week. Michigan City gets upset last week. Going to come back strong this week when you sit there and look at this. Uh, uh, coming against Valpo. We talked about this a little bit earlier. Valpo may be the best team in northern Indiana, period. All right, when it comes to ter- the battle for Terre Haute, that is this week. Terre Haute South is 3-0. and Terre Haute North is 2-1. and But this is the social event of the Wabash <laughs> Valley coming up this weekend. It's a game nobody goes to. I mean, it's SRO. It's a, game, a game nobody's home for. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everybody's at this ballpark. It's the place to be seen. But it will be loud and proud in that crowd. It's a lot of fun. You can say a similar thing as far as Evansville in terms of, and much like Fort Wayne, you get teams from the various classifications right. that play each other. So Memorial up in 4A as the defending 3A champs and with Michael Lindauer now at Cincinnati, uh, Bronson Combs now at Southern Illinois, the Tigers have still figured something out. They're 3-0 and to start the year. They take on a modern-day team that comes in as number two in the state in Class 2A. Yeah, it seems like they just reload. Yeah, they may be down one year, but they're going to come back the next. I mean, look what Memorial's doing right now. Both teams 3-0 and in this thing. Uh, a lot of bragging rights going on down in Evansville this weekend, but this is going to be an outstanding football game. And up in the northeast corner of the state, a couple of 3-0 and teams, East Noble and DeKalb. Yeah, DeKalb much, much improved. East Noble just 
just where they've been past few years leading the uh, uh, the conference. And this is going to be, I believe, the conference championship game. All right, Tech. One game I want to get to, and this is certainly a cross-classification game and a cross-state game. And this was two teams in an open date that found each other, and I love the matchup. We mentioned Southport in 6A with a huge win last week, beating Columbus North 10-7. They're going to play host to Gibson Southern. Now, this game, because of the traveling distance, is going to be a Saturday afternoon game. But um, if you're looking for something to do on Saturday afternoon on the south side of Indianapolis, go down to Perry Stadium uh, and and, and go watch that because um, Gibson Southern is a team that they realize, all right, we feel if we can get past Heritage Hills, now that Memorial is out of their path, you know, we've got to find a way to be better than Chittard, all right, in the southern half of the 3A bracket. How do you go about doing that? Let's go find the best team we can play on our schedule, and that is a good 6A Southport team. It's going to be a really interesting matchup. And I think one thing important to look at here, too, is uh, these student-athletes are creatures of habit. They're not playing on a Friday night that they've played all their life to getting ready for. This one's going to be on Saturday afternoon. I think it's going to be the team that makes the quickest adjustment to that Saturday afternoon kickoff. All right, in the smaller classifications, a couple of uh, other games I want to get to. Uh, who's your conference game? Massive game early. Tipton and Lewis Cass, both 3-0 to start the year. Up at Lewis Cass, like we said, Lewis Cass uh, diversified again this year. Here comes Tipton, loaded with experience on the staff and an outstanding team. Again, you mentioned on the staff because it's kind of a young team at Tipton, but yet here they are at 3-0. Shows you how great of a program Aaron Toll has built there. A couple of big games and one I want to get to. North Vermillion 3-0, of course, the 1A South semi-state champs last year against a Linton-Stockton team who is now 2-1 and and beat up on Monrovia 35-0 on Friday night. Interesting matchup. Yep. I, I just think you look at Linton Stockton, this is going to be an interesting game for them right off the go. And then Park Heritage and Attica in a conference game, both are 3-0. and Those two teams share a league with North Vermillion. So three teams in that league out of the gate off to a fantastic start. Like we said, that was a lot of games for us trying to track that in a preview for you, and there are some that we left on the table. So week four, a crazy good week of Indiana high school football. Before we go any further, time for our recruiting report. And with that, from 24-7 Sports, here's Alan True. This is Alan True from 24-7 Sports with this week's State Champs Recruit Report. The state of Indiana is extremely strong in the junior class along the defensive line, and one of the players making noise at that position in that class is Indianapolis Pike's Kyron Montgomery, a six foot four, 215 pound edge rusher who was just offered by Kansas his most recent offer. He's ranked by 24-7 Sports as the number eight junior in the state and has offers from Indiana, Iowa, and others already. The Jayhawks under Les Miles have been extremely active in the state of Indiana. They already hold a commitment from Brownsburg quarterback Ben Easters. And in addition to offering Montgomery last week, they also offered Elkhart Central Rodney McGraw. We talked about McGraw starting a hot streak last week with an offer from Penn State. He continued that this week with not only Kansas, but an offer from Michigan after he visited the Wolverines on Saturday. Michigan figures to be a school he heavily considers throughout the rest of his recruitment. And then finally, Franklin Central senior Peyton McClendon picked up an offer from Olivet Nazarene. It's an all-purpose back with 4.42 speed and outstanding track results. Five foot nine hundred and seventy-five pounds, McClendon can play in the slot or as an all-purpose back in the backfield. For this week's state champs recruit report, I'm Alan True. I admit it. 
I love working with money, negotiating, and making big decisions. That's why I'm majoring in finance and economics at Lawrence Tech. What's truly amazing about the education here is the small class sizes that give me easy access to my professors who truly care about my future. They even helped me get a great internship. And I was able to fulfill my lifelong dream of playing college golf. Lawrence Tech, where Blue Devils dare. Welcome back. It is State Champs Indiana Extra Point. Greg Rakestraw, Bob Stambazzi with you. We're presented by Lawrence Technological University. Uh, with that, it is time now for our spotlight segment of the show. We want to again mention, because we talked about him off the jump of the show, congratulations to Charlie Spiegel from New Pal, becoming the state's all-time leading rusher in his uh, team's victory against Yorktown in week number three. We expect that record to grow and grow and grow for the remainder of the season for New Pal. But a couple of coaches that reached a, a bit of round number territory that we want to get to, two of the best that have ever done it in the state. Russ Radke at New Prairie, 3-0 and on the season, and that victory, 360 in Russ's career. You know, I still remember him back in North Judson. I mean, the guy's been around a while, great football coach all over the place, and uh, it's good to have somebody with that experience still working with our student-athletes. Uh, and again, he is now second in state history, only to Bud Wright. Again, a record that we all kind of think is not going to be caught. Over 400 victories at this juncture for Bud Wright, but uh, the longer Russ keeps coaching, you just never know. In his 43rd year as Indiana high school football coach, Mo Moriarty at Bloomington South picked up his 300th win in a 35-14 victory over Terre Haute North. Of course, Mo briefly left to do a little college coaching. Maybe why he hasn't uh, coached from a year standpoint as long as others. But everywhere Mo has gone, he has been successful. You know, you got to look at these coaches when you sit there and you get 10 games, 11 games a year, and you're getting 300 wins. Uh, most Smedley once told me the reason I got so many wins because I've been around a long time. No, it's, it's your good. That's why you've been around a long time. And Bloomington South plays host to Bloomington North. Yet again, another huge rivalry game coming up on Friday night. Finally, Mark Brownlee, Elkhart Central. 714 yards rushing on the season, and he has cleared at least 200 yards in every game he has played so far. Nine yards a carry. I just call him Mr. First Down. I'm going to give him the ball and go. Move the chains. That is our spotlight segment for this week's show. Before we go any further, time now for a quick toss to Lauren Plant for what's going to happen on State Champs Indiana, the television version coming up this weekend. Hey, Greg, thank you so much. Real quick, tons of great highlights and content coming up this Sunday on State Champs Indiana. Make sure you check it out. Our main event is Brownsburg versus Avon. We'll have a ton more football. Of course, we'll have some boys tennis, some girls golf, some volleyball highlights as well. We actually do an in-focus feature on the Carmel Tennis Program. So lots to check out. Join us this Sunday on State Champs, 10 a.m. Eastern, 9 a.m. Central, Fox Sports Midwest and Fox Sports Indiana. Back to you. Welcome back for the final time on State Champs Indiana Extra Point. Greg Rakestraw, Bob Stambazzi with you. Again, thanks to Mitchell Early as well as Chris Landis behind the scenes making sure our signal gets to you. Now, this program debuts on the various social media channels of State Champs Indiana Wednesdays at 5 o'clock. We film in the studios of the ISC Sports Network, and you can catch some replays on Thursday and Friday on the ISC Sports Network as well. As per usual, Bob and I will be heading out on Friday nights to cover 
cover a couple of different games across <laughs> the state of Indiana. Your game will be? Well, we'll be at uh, Southwood. The yep. My Bash Sports Network and 105.9 The Bash will be at Southwood with Northfield, as we call the MSD Bowl. Uh, Southwood comes in 3-0, and ranks 7th in the state. Northfield comes in 0-3. The battle's blue and gray. It'll be a slobber knocker for sure. The MSD Bowl, explain. Metropolitan School Districts of Wabash County. There you go, because they're all under one school corporation. Right. So Northfield and Southwood, of course, as well as Wabash as a part of that as well. So that will be your game. My game this week takes me to North Central, uh, where head coach uh, Kevin O'Shea got uh, his North Central Panthers into the regional round for the first time in 25 years last season, where they would give the eventual state champs in Warren Central all they could handle. It was a great game of the fourth quarter before the Warriors pulled away for the victory. Uh, it is a team in North Central that lost a lot of key pieces offensively, returned a bit more defensively, beaten by Warren Central 28-7 to uh, in week number three. So the Panthers come in at 1-2 and two and 0-1 in McPlay. The team they take on is Lawrence North, a Lawrence North team that had impressive victories over both Perry Meridian and Marion in their non-conference play, but just couldn't find a way past Lawrence Central at Lucas Oil Stadium as the Bears got their first one of the season, but they have now won double-digit consecutive games against their school district rivals in Lawrence North. Donovan McCauley, one of the top quarterbacks in the junior class. I'll have that game on the ISC Sports Network. You can watch it at iscsportsnetwork.com with coverage beginning at 7 o'clock. Now, couple of games that state champs will be covering in earnest coming up uh, this weekend. And these are both two games we've already talked about, two massive games. Brownsburg and Avon, Cathedral and Chittard, two of the highlighted matchups across the state of Indiana this week. High school football is finest. I mean, that's what you have to look at. Get out to a game. Support these student-athletes. You'll be surprised how good a football is being played in Indiana right now. Before we exit stage left, any big momentous dates in your life that have taken place, I don't know, today or over the course of the weekend you want to give a shout-out for? Well, I always say my wife has been very fortunate to be married to me for 47 years, so probably that. Is she, it a life sentence, or might she get parole at some well, point Well, we've been together for 50. You know, we're high school sweethearts. Well, I've always been sweet. She's been my heart, so... Yeah, she's been pretty fortunate, my wife has, yeah. Either happy anniversary or my <laughs> condolences to Mrs. Baz as you celebrate your 47th anniversary this week. That'll do it for this week's edition of the show. For Bob Sambazzi, this is Greg Rakestraw. Thank you so much for joining us. It's State Champs Indiana Extra Point, presented by Lawrence Technological University. 